dun. Dun. You know we only do podcasts and cars from now on. I hope everybody knows that. That's our new policy. We're enacting. Uh, I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do things um, a little bit before New Year's, and then I make that. That's my New Year's resolution. I do them early. And this is it. Hi, guys. It's been a while. I've been spiraling through uh, depression and um, uh, obesity, and uh, I'm finally... Uh, balanced enough at a point where I think I could do a podcast. So, hey, uh, I ended up losing to the smallest man alive. Uh, it was it was not a good showing for me. <laughs> I feel like I definitely could have won that. I lost um, a referee's decision, and uh, it was like after nine minutes, it was like six minutes of regulation, and then three minutes of overtime. That was horrible. I came in there weighing like 160 pounds too, and I still fucking lost to him. But <laughs> that was crazy. I swear to God, it was exactly what I thought was going to happen the night before. I was like, every time I grabbed him, it felt like he was shrinking on me. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was just hard to hold someone like that. But, um, I mean, it was a good experience. I definitely have the confidence to wrestle somebody like that now. Like,. I could probably just like walk him down straight up and just be able to counter everything. But apparently in ADCC, uh, countering isn't um, a means for winning. Like it's whoever enacts the action first who like if you guys reset to neutral after somebody uh, starts a scramble, the person who started the scramble gets the points, gets the nod from the judges. So this little man was just. He was always, it was like, I got my coach yelling at me, like, change levels, like, head to head, like, get, you know, change levels, get under his level, like, dude, he's cha- he's permanently changed level on me. I can't get any lower without, like, I'm doing a full squat. I'm doing, like, a fucking, like, I don't know, like, I haven't done enough limbo to get that low and still be functional like he was tiny and then he had these little gnarled hands like somebody casted a spell on him or something and like they (laughs) they just wicked eyes his fucking hands his hands were scary his hands were a little scary and gnarled like they weren't like you know how like normal hands are like your fingers are straight and stuff it was like he's always holding a tiny chalice or something like his fingers are just curled in and it was weird having those hands on me it was really off-putting um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's got to use everything to his advantage. So, uh, yeah, good on him. And then, um, I talked to the judge afterwards. Shout out smash pass J shout out smash pass J. I saw you order something off of Shopify. Thank you. Everybody go on fourthstringers.com. You want to help me out of this depression, buy stuff from me. And I promise I won't use the proceeds from fourth stringers to buy desserts. Uh, I'll use that money strictly for inventory and uh, whatever my tournament dreams are. It's been real hard to get myself back into like the, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a kill, like a, like a kill mode, like getting my ego back. I've suffered some really bad losses. uh, I feel like over the past couple months, Um, like, (sighs) I've been to the point where, like, I'm almost there. I'm almost, like, 
about to be like a like so close to achieving the things I want to achieve. Like I'm right there. And I know it's only been like six years. I got to keep telling myself that. But like as I get older, like it feels like people younger than me have already achieved what I wanted to achieve. So it's like real stressful to think about that and then like compare yourself to that. And everyone's like, don't compare your journey to others. But like, I mean, how the fuck else am I setting goals? How else am I supposed to set goals? Like you see Gordon Ryan's like 25 and like a multimillionaire from just fucking grappling. I see like um, <clears throat> even some of my training partners. I, I look at Gay Mike and I, I see him as like an inspiration, but also like he's um, I feel like he's well on his way to achieving so much in the sport after such a short time of uh, training with us. Like he's very naturally talented and like that type that type of stuff either lights a fire under your ass or it makes you it's kind of like like it dejects you like it makes you like feel a little hopeless you know and like i gotta get out the like it's just these losses that they pile up after a while and you're like god damn like what am i even doing but i mean i guess that's why there's local tournaments to go and help you build your ego up like um, I was just saying to my girlfriend that I need to do local tournaments again so that I could like get the feeling of running through people just to build my ego back up and build like that confidence to like go out in tournaments and like go against some of the best in the world. Because ultimately, I mean, that little fucking guy was number one ranked rooster weight in Nogi for like the past three years. Um I mean, Rooster Waits, I don't know how you guys are getting fucked up by him on the regular. I mean, I guess I know. I got fucked up by him, but, like, goddamn, like, that's so funny. That, like, if I was to show my fucking aunt or, like, anyone outside of the sport, I'm like, yeah, this guy beat me. They're going to be like, what the fuck? This little fucking guy just beat you? And, like, I'm like, nah, actually, that's the number one. He's the number one guy at 135. They're like, what? Like, what is this martial art you do? Like, you can't, <laughs> like, objectively, you look at him and you're like, that, that guy doesn't look too tough or anything. But, like, he's just a little demon. Like, he's an imp. He's a little demon. He's, like, got unlimited energy. Well, he doesn't have unlimited energy. I feel like I fucking tired him out towards the end of overtime. But, like, it just seems like he has unlimited energy. He's, like, not afraid to get fucking sprawled on. Like, you look at any of his matches everyone's bigger than him and they're just literally sprawling his face through the mat and he just doesn't care he's like he uses magic he shrinks three inches and then works his way out of bad positions like sits out and now he's like back body lock on you like hanging on by a thread like you're like walking around you know i like to think of that <laughs> you ever like grab a kid by his arms and then swing him around in a circle and like it's you're like a helicopter like that's what i imagine him holding on to a back body lock on me was like like i was just like trying to w walk away from him and he's like trying to use all of his weight to drag me down like that's how i imagine the match play like was in my head and then him trying to do backflips over me when i'm playing guard but I don't know. I have to watch that match back. I really haven't had the stomach to, like, watch back my losses lately. 
and um, yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough, guys. It's been real rough. But what am I supposed to do? I mean, I feel like I'm. I'm I also feel like I'm in too deep. Like, <laughs> even if I wanted to quit jujitsu, I really, I really can't. Like, I'm just so invested in it, and like, I would rather it be that way because like, there's so much pressure on me from whether it's a business angle or a social angle to just stay in jujitsu. So I don't know. It's good. I get my coach yelling at me all the time. It's not really helpful. I think I get enough positive, um, uh, positive. What is it? Feedback? No positive reinforcement from like my training partners. I don't think I need too much of that from my coach and good thing too. Cause like he is always yelling <laughs> He's like, you fucking idiot. Why are you late to class? Uh, I'm sorry. I really don't. I really don't know where the time goes. This fucking hour daylight savings is fucking me up, man. Like, it's been like four weeks now, and I still don't have the the timing right. My sleep's all fucked up. I'm sleeping till like 11, p- 11 a.m. Like, I'm usually up at like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Like, I don't know what's going on anymore. But that just might be the depression. Too. Well, what, whatever this is, just me being fucking down. That might be that, too. I just don't have the... In Spanish, we call it animo. Like, it's like the go. I don't I don't even know what to, to call it, like, in English. Like, the the go, the, the, the fuel, the fucking... The desire, I don't know. Like, I'm still very passionate about jiu-jitsu. And it sucks, too, because my first day back from Austin... Uh, I fucking hurt my hand like uh, my end my intern fucking Zane uh, sprawls out on a single leg I had on him and my finger just bends all the way back and like touches the back of my hand and then my hand blows up to like I had a little golf ball in the back of my fucking hand and I had to like I'm just grappling with one hand like that's the worst like when everything else is fine but it's your fucking hand and you use your hand for everything like you become so aware of how shitty of a grappler you are like if i'm not able to go like like it, it was so like it sucked because like i feel like if i'm not able to like use my full body and like uh like effort like i <laughs> i don't feel like i'm like a very smooth and technical grappler like it very much exposes holes in your fucking game where you're like, damn, like, I thought I had more technique than this. Like, everything depends on me having a left hand, too. Everything. Like, I can't do knee cuts. I can't do shit because my left hand is fucked up. That sucks. But, I mean, it's been, like, two days. Like, it's been, like, a week like that. And now these past two days, I've been feeling better. I'm slowly climbing out of the hole. I think, like, the most important thing is just being consistent. And, like, even if even if it feels shitty, like, to step on the mat, like, even if it's, like, your body hurts or you're tired or whatever, like, just showing up is so important because, like, once I'm there, once I'm training, I feel good. Like, afterwards, like, looking back on it, I'm like, wow, I did horribly or, like, um going to class it's really hard to like work up the fucking effort to go but like once i'm in class i'm like surrounded by like people i know i'm like 
uh well my girlfriend hasn't been there lately so it's been kind of hard like like usually i'm just there with her and like it's pretty fun just drilling with her and stuff but like her neck and her back's been fucked up so she's not even drilling with me so i'm just like there and then like i gotta go there and like sort of like explain myself to whoever i'm drilling with because like i haven't seen them in a while because i've been in texas and like they're like oh how's everything in texas and i'm like oh well i lost everything i i lose at everything i do um but how's everything with you (laughs) it fucking sucks i hate losing dude i hate losing and i'm glad i have that hate of losing in me i feel like some people are just like really like there's a difference between like accepting being a loser and like being like yeah i just lose things and like being like okay i lost but like 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 okay i lost but this isn't this isn't what like defines me like my girlfriend said something really cool one time like not too long ago she's like you know you might have lost today but that doesn't mean you're a fucking loser like that doesn't mean you're like you lost today but that doesn't define you as like a grappler or whoever you are like it's just today like tomorrow you might not lose you know like any other day you might not lose just today was a rough day it's fine like and like that's a cool way to look at it but uh ultimately i feel like there's so many people who are like just okay being losers okay shooting for third place like I have that in my head so much when I grapple too. It's like, oh my God, if I could just get on the podium, I got to get rid of that, man. Like, I got to get rid of that way of thinking where it's like, if I could just get third place, if I could just get second place, like there are some times when I compete where like I feel like I could take on anybody in the world. Like I, that's why I want to do these local tournaments because they get my fucking ego and my fucking confidence so high that like, like I legitimately think that I could take on anybody in the world. And like, that's how I need to feel sometimes when I feel like for me, that's what I need to feel when I grapple is like that. Like just, it's like another level in your mind. Like you so wholeheartedly believe you could take on anybody in the world that like, it just takes over. You start to like generate a fucking aura to you where even your friends start to believe it. Like, so many times I hear like my friends like even my girlfriend like (laughs) I get my fucking girlfriend to believe it she wholeheartedly believes that I'm one of the best grapplers in the world and like sometimes she'll say that to me and like I'll look her in her eyes and I'm like looking for some sort of like are you lying to me but like she legitimately believes that I am one of the best like she was telling me on the second day before the second day of ADCC she's like I really think you're going to take this tournament. Even on the first day, even before like I'm fucking start even before I started grappling anybody, she's just like I really think this is your tournament. You're going to fucking take it. And like I get I mean like if I'm able to convince her and she sees how hard like she sees everything I'm going through and like all the trainings I've gone through and like I don't know, like, if I'm able to convince her, like, there's no bullshitting her, she's been, she's there, she sees all my, um, you know, like, training, she, she, she sees everything I'm going through, and she, like, I mean, like, I don't think she's lying to me, like, I'm, (laughs) I'm really looking for it in her eyes whenever she tells me that, but, like, it doesn't seem like she's lying to me, and it doesn't seem like my friends are lying to me either when they tell me, like, they think I could win something or, like, stuff like that. That shit gets me going. 
because like i don't want to let anybody down like i i feel like i'm disappointing people and like ultimately it's you yourself that you should be like worried about like you shouldn't really worry about like what other people think or like disappointing anyone else because this is like a very personal journey I understand that like a lot of this I feel like a lot of this podcast is just me like vocalizing like uh internal shit I have going on where like I got a I got a bunch of stuff I got to work through where like I gotta stop like I that that pressure is good but that pressure is also bad like I have to be cognizant that it's not about what they think it's about what I think but I mean, I'm holding myself to such a high regard that like, I'm not okay with losing. I'm not okay with like, quote unquote, letting the people around me down. But um, I don't know, like, I have to be a little kinder to myself. But I'm so like, I'm so in the like, if I'm a little kind to myself, I become too kind to myself. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know what, you should eat that waffle. You should buy those white chocolate chips and put them in a waffle iron that you just bought you should buy that waffle iron for twenty dollars buy white chocolate chip cookies and then make waffles for the first time in like five years just do it pig out maybe make a waffle bacon egg and cheese sandwich i'm like creating things and eating things that i never normally would eat because i'm just such a deep i'm down such a deep dark path of like self-indulgence in order to make myself feel better like this has been a very rough <laughs> it's been a very rough month. It's so rough. But it's cool. I mean I gained thirty five pounds, but it's cool. I'm still struggling to get under one seventy, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love when a when somebody I love when somebody has like the <laughs> I love when like you're talking to somebody and then their voice cracks and you know they're lying but they're trying to lie to you with like a straight face but you could tell by their voice it's like i'm lying to you guys by telling you it's fine it's fine it's fine i'm fine with eating like this it's okay i'm not this isn't self-destructive i'm fine but uh hopefully i get better i mean like what's what I'm starting to realize now is like as I'm getting deeper in my career of grappling like and I'm going to be honest with myself I don't think I'm like the most physically gifted grappler I see a lot of losses in my future like I see like they they have this saying where it's like the master has failed more times than the student has ever tried okay like that sucks but like I guess it's true like I see myself fucking losing all the time like i can a hundred percent just like going up against these guys who have like unlimited i lost to a fucking 18 year old my last mat my last last loss was to a fucking 18 year old like we went 50 minutes and i know he was tired too because he was doing that gay thing where like you're just readjusting your rash guard and your shorts for like no reason like you're just constantly re there's no reason to readjust you're fine like your rash guard isn't riding up like, it's not like you're, like, some fat fuck who has, like, you know how a rash guard becomes, like, a crop top on, like, certain types of fat people? Like, he, that wasn't happening to you. It, it wasn't like your fucking shorts were all bunched up or, like, your balls were hanging out. No, like, you you were fine. You were just doing that because you were fucking tired. But regardless, like, I don't have, like, I'm, my body's aged. 
I'm almost 30 and I have to be cognizant of that. And like, if I'm going to reach the next level of like jujitsu or like technique or anything like that, I think my evolution can't be a physical one. Like I'm doing pretty much I'm do. I mean, like when I was on it, I was like doing everything I could do to physically advance myself. But like, I think like, and this is, this holds true for anybody in jujitsu. It's like the biggest gains you're going to make are technically like if you're more technically sound than somebody else, like that could put you head and shoulders above your opponent. Like you're not going to tell a fucking white belt to like, oh, you should go work out in the gym if you want to be better at jujitsu. You're like, I think the same holds true for like an experienced black belt because like these technique is fucking weird because like you could learn a technique and it could suddenly connect like different aspects of your game that you couldn't connect before and now suddenly you're like like a lot better like two times better just because you learn like five different techniques there's a concept krishna used to tell me it was like a technique time machine like you acquire a mentor to put you through a technique time machine they're able to give you like years of technological like because like okay he looked at this like jujitsu like a war like he i remember he was explaining this to me he's like we're basically at a war right now and all these techniques are like um like weapons like 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 technologically advanced weapons like somebody's knee cut isn't going to be the same as your knee cut because you've advanced your knee cut to the point where it's a deadlier weapon than theirs is and he's like for me to like give you this technique i'm putting you in a technique time machine because i'm taking you over what technical pitfalls you might normally encounter i'm like guiding you past all that shit and just putting your knee cut at a level where you might not get it unless you had like 10 years of grappling like i'm giving you those 10 years with this instruction and you don't have to go through all that shit like i'm already telling you what's wrong and what's right And, like, if you look at, like, technique like that and you're just going around acquiring the best technologies, like, you could put yourself so far ahead of other people with just technique. But, like, and now we live in a world where literally all the technique that ever was created, I feel like, is online or is, like somewhere you just have to learn how to ask the right question right now like we've already passed i feel like we've passed the age of like collecting information and like we're now at an age where like you have to learn to use the info like how to acquire like ask the right questions is really what i'm trying to get at is like if you don't know what your problem is or 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 let's say you don't even like you don't even want to acknowledge what your issue is like i have a huge issue like i get my knees smashed to one side every single match i have i've been put flat on my back and i've been put both my knees to one side in butterfly guard every single match i've had like every match i've had with somebody who's a competent passer they've been able to smash my knees to one side and i'm just good in that position so they don't really punish me too much for it but it's like a really huge weakness in my game like that's like how i get past is like when people bundle my knees up and then point my legs in the same direction so like okay i've i'm i've identified the question i have to ask how do i get my knees from stopping being smashed to one side how do i 
uh, recover my guard from when somebody bundles both my legs. But, like, actually putting in the work is, like, a whole... That's even a whole nother fucking, like, step. And, like, I don't know. Like, I I got fucking armbarred, right? So, like, I remember a time when Damian Anderson beat me at, like, Sogi. I worked on my armbars a bunch. And then I remember a time when... He beat me again at Zapatero, uh, like, by a second or some shit, like, uh, in overtime. And, like, I was, like, proud of myself because I'm not even sure if we did do an armbar round that time. But, like, I was proud of myself because I worked a lot on my um, armbar defense and then I just neglected it. And then the universe fucking came and showed me. It's like, "Eh, oh, you've been neglecting your armbars. Like, you're going to lose my armbar now. Like, it's one thing to, like, identify your problems and then, you know, ask the right questions and stuff. But, like, it's a whole nother thing to, like, persistently, like, just, like, never have that issue again. Like, I wonder, I wonder if there's ever a way, like, if you're not constantly working that weakness, will you ever, like, permanently pave over that weakness? Can you ever permanently pave over that hole in your game? Or is it something you constantly have to work on? Because I honestly thought that, like, I thought I had, like, armbar defense down. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just put, put the legs over my head. Like, I have, like, four different sequences I could use. And, like, no, that's not the case. Like, as you get higher and higher into jujitsu levels like you start seeing like new and new newer and newer different problems posed to your defense so like i'm at a level now where like the four sequences i learned for armbar defense uh apparently aren't apparently they aren't like uh enough and like i have to work on it like it's like it's like i got shown very explicitly that I have I have to go back and work on it. And that's not discounting all the work I put in before, but it's like you just have to keep like uh, there comes a point where like you have to revisit that weakness that you had, I guess. And it sucks. It sucks. I thought I had arm bars figured out. Now I'm just like pulling blue belts aside to like rip on my arms uh after class and shit like that. Which sucks really sucks but here i am i'm still trying i'm not giving up i like that i like (laughs) i feel like i got out a lot of what i had to get out i've been this podcast has been a long time coming uh i've been meaning to get all this shit off my chest but i mean better late than never it's been like i'm supposed to release these weekly i'm sorry to everybody who actually listens to the podcast regularly i'm so abusive to you guys Cause like I'm constantly just saying like yeah I'm gonna get we're going on a regular schedule now fellas we're gonna do uh, Patreon we're gonna have a schedule I got the intern they're gonna fuck him and it's just I just oops oops I didn't do it it's been three weeks <laughs> sorry sorry follow my Instagram maybe 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 you could just keep up with me there because. Oops. It's so annoying to hook up my laptop and everything sometimes. That's why. Sorry. Right now, I'm on a road trip. We're going to Florida. I'm going to do some relax. Get my head right. 
visiting my girlfriend's um, dad and his uh, girlfriend or wife. And that's going to be cool. Um, yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, so <laughs> I had – so there's this – one of the – like it's so cool going to jiu-jitsu gyms because like you get to meet all these weird fucking people. And like – it's everyone from like different walks of life and like i mean the only thing we have in common is that we're all fucking weirdos like in our own way like everyone is so fucking weird that does jujitsu like we got like there's so many barriers to actually getting into jujitsu that it's like you have to be some sort of weird or like i don't know something you got to be a little off you maybe got a little tism but something's got to be going on with you to, like, get past that barrier. Like, first of all, the gym always smells like ass. Like, there's just, like, I'm nose blind to it now. But I'm sure, like, stepping off, stepping into a jiu-jitsu gym, you just get blasted with, like, body odor funk that I'm just, I'm, I, I just, I'm just like, oh, that's grappling. Mm. Mm. Yep, smells like grappling. <clears throat> smells like nogi. And then, like... On top of that, there's literally always pubes on the mat. There's just enormous amounts. There's, like, hair, like, tumbleweeds on the mat. And there's no getting rid of them, apparently. Like, I've never seen a clean mat before. Ever. I've been doing jujitsu six and a half years. I've traveled the country. I've gone to different countries. I've done jujitsu in a lot of different gyms. And they all have hair tumbleweeds. <clears throat> and I don't know, like, it's just something you're used to. Like, you're just like, oh, uh, oh, hold on. Like, I have a pound of hair on my tongue. Hold on. Let me get this. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's start. And then, like, and then there's people like me who are so, oh, my God. The way I sweat, it's rude. It's, I'm honestly rude. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the rudest person on the mat because, like, how much I sweat. Like, I'm I, like if I'm playing guard, it's me trying to be polite because once I take top and I'm sweaty, like I'm it's literally a waterfall on your face. Like I've sweat into people's mouths more times than I can count. It's not on purpose. I just do. I just take mount and then I hear them go and I'm like, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, that's my DNA. Excuse me. Or, like, you ever see that fucking movie 28 Days Later where the guy gets infected because, like, there's, like, a dead body on a pole above him and then he gets a drop of blood in his eye and he and then he becomes a zombie like that because he got the blood through his eye? Like, that's me. That's my sweat into your eye and now you have, like, ringworm in your eye. <laughs> I'm the worst. So, yeah, there's people like me who fucking sweat a bunch. And then there is, like... Then there's, like, those assholes, like, also people like me, uh, who, like, if you're, like, a visitor at the gym, like, it's, like, your sensei will straight up take you aside and be, like, yo, hey, it's that guy, it's that guy from fucking the other gym in the area. Can you go ruin him? Hey, make sure he hates grappling after you're done with him, all right? Hey, I know you're a professional grappler and that guy's a hobbyist, but could you just go beat him up? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know he's out of shape. Just fu he, you got to teach him a lesson. And you're like, what? Le why? Why do I have to teach him a lesson? Why do I have to do anything to him? We can't. And they're like, he, he has to learn his lesson. 
what did he do to deserve that? He just trained at a different gym. And it's yes, that's exactly why you have to go beat him up. And you're just like, okay. And that's just something like that's a part of our culture. Like I fully expect to have a target on my back whenever I go to visit another gym or go like do a seminar at another gym. Like I fully expect like to have everyone at that gym like test themselves against me it was so much worse it was so bad once i got back from worlds too because like it was people from my own fucking gym wanted to test themselves against me and i'm just like god guys come on like take it take the medal i don't even care like take it from me i please like just stop beating me up like i'm i just had a crazy training camp let me relax for a bit you guys are all bullying me and like i'm just getting double-legged I'm trying to play guard. People will pick me up out of guard just to throw me. Like, it's hard. It's a, it's it's really hard. But yeah, and then what else? Like, okay, there's bullies on the mat. Yeah, so like, there's a lot you got to get through if you even want to do jujitsu. Like, you have to be okay with people touching you. I completely understand, like people who are like i don't like when people touch me i don't like when people touch me either i'm so particular about people touching me sometimes like if i go to a tournament and like (laughs) this is so fucked up of me if i go to a tournament and like one of my friends loses um i don't i don't like when they touch me (laughs) and i don't get that from like like everybody but like most of the people that like i like if like somebody loses and they touch me and i'm still in the tournament and like i still have another couple matches to go or whatever i'm like oh my god get this like loser energy off me and it's not i I don't even mean to be rude or mean or anything like that but i'm just like that's like a perfect example of like an instance where i get weirded out when people it's like touch me like or a certain person touches me or something like that like i literally have to go up to like like wipe it off and then like wipe it onto like a wall or something or like have like my other friend who's like maybe like they're going they just advanced to the next round of the tournament i have to like hug them or something like <laughs> to get that energy off of me it's so fucking weird but, like, again, like, you're only doing jiu-jitsu if you're weird. So that's actually normal. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so there's this one weird guy. He's amazing. Shout out my uh, official acupuncturist, uh, Jeff. And uh, he came over my house today. Right now I'm sore as shit. I'm driving to Florida. I got, like, 15 hours left. And um, my whole body is just so fucking sore. Like, this is my first experience with acupuncture. And um, he's like, like, this guy, I don't even know how to describe him. I Like, he's like the kind of guy who, like, I feel like was playing, like, Magic the Gathering and, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! at the lunch table instead of eating lunch. Like, the core like the core group of nerd in like middle school and high school because like the reason i'm saying that is because like as he's like putting needles in me he's like and i'm like why are you laughing like that he's just like i just enjoy this so much like you're cackling right now bro like right now you're putting a needle in my neck like there's can you please not cackle and like be so giddy about like (laughs) causing me pain like i'm like what are you what are we doing now and he's like oh i like to I like to tap the needle in and then move it around because, like, I like to break up whatever's in there. <laughs> I really enjoy this part of 
acupuncture. I'm like, you're such a fucking weird. You're such a weirdo. Why do I? Why did I let you in my house? Why am I letting you? Yo. <laughs> He put, he put, uh, like, my girlfriend comes upstairs, and she just sees I look like a fucking, I don't know, dude, like, I, I just, I, I look like a, damn, what's a food with a bunch of sticks in it? I look like one of those huge sandwiches that you order to, like, a football party with all the toothpicks in it. I just have a bunch of fucking needles sticking out of me. And, uh, he put one in between my eyes, like, on my forehead, and he's like, this is the one that's going to relax you. And, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, so you're putting a needle in my face to relax me? Like, I don't know what Asian man told you that this that's what this is going to do, but I guess I'm here for it. Like, just do it. Just fucking stick me up, poke me down, and he's cackling the entire time. <laughs> he's so weird. He actually listens to the podcast, so I, you know, this is like a little self-awareness moment. You're freaking me out a little bit, Jeff. All the love in the world to you, brother, but maybe do less cackling when you're working on people, dude. But, I mean, like, dude, that was crazy. I, I, I like, I swear to God, uh, he would push, like, at first he's supposed to tap in the needle just so that it gets into your skin and then he pushes it in more until it hits your muscle and then you feel like a jolt of like electricity run through your body like i feel like i'm very like like you become very aware that your body runs on electricity because like you're literally getting jolted by this like it's like uh like when somebody hits your knee with a the hammer or whatever to do that um reflexology test on you it's the same fucking feeling it's like you can't help but jolt when he sticks you with like uh with one of those needles or whatever and it's interesting i mean like dude like right now my whole fucking body is sore as shit like my hand i i remember afterwards like i could barely move and it wasn't like i don't even feel like he did a like a lot of needles but like I definitely feel a difference in my um, in my right hand and my neck. Like, my neck isn't clicking anymore when I look left and right. Maybe it's all placebo, though. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows if he even knows what he's doing? I just let this weird Asian man fill me with needles. Like, maybe I have, like, hepatitis now or something. I don't know. But it was fun. It was a good experience. I asked them, too. I'm like, don't they usually, like, put, like, uh, like, because uh, I remember seeing this online is, like, they'll put the acupuncture needles in you and then they'll hook up, like, a machine to it to run electricity through your body. And, like, I was like, oh, don't they usually, like, run electricity through these needles into the person? And then he just pulls out this blue box. He's like, I have that, too. And I'm like, oh, let's not do that. Let's let's stay away from that one this time. And then he was like, oh, I, I told him the spot on my elbow hurts. And he's like, oh, uh, I could do this technique I just learned called surround the dragon, where I put one needle in the middle and then I put eight needles surrounding the point where it hurts. And I'm like, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not surround the dragon on my pain. I'm fine. Let's just do the regular acupuncture stuff. And then if I feel better, maybe then we can attack a dragon or whatever the fuck slay the dragon like i i'm good i'm good right now and like i mean i'm just not comfortable with like him putting 10 fucking needles in the same spot like that was really freaking me out but uh i mean 
overall, if I was to rate the experience, I'd probably give it like a nine out of ten. It was fun, even with all his quirkiness and stuff. Like, it it definitely made time pass by a little quicker. And it's like one of those things where like you have some like because like it's so funny that like I'm. <laughs> I'm like so like as he's doing it I'm like so how many other people have you done this to and he's like well this is my first semester actually doing it to people <laughs> and I'm already like eight needles deep it's like I'm using the fucking new barber at the barber shop and like at this point I'm just crossing my fucking fingers hoping he doesn't mess up my hairline like I just hope the fucking hair cut comes out okay because I'm already in too deep like he's like yeah well you're like one of the first clients I have and then he's telling me like about the other times he's done this and it's gone like horribly wrong <laughs> he's, like, he's like oh I did this to my friend and uh as i was putting it in like i was putting the needle in deeper into one of her muscles she just uh, she just kicked me because like it was such a jolt to her and i'm like oh that's cool like i i i hope i don't kick you but if you make me like that's not my fault and then he tells my girlfriend he's like oh i did this to my ex's mom and i accidentally hit her adrenal point and she couldn't go to sleep till three in the morning <laughs> i'm like what what forces are we messing with right now? What is this? What What are you learning? Like, what is this? Are you going to unlock my chi right now? Am I going to become like a Super Saiyan? Because that would be sick. That would be sick if there was like a point you could hit like before a tournament or something. And you're like, okay, this, this point is going to make you rageful. This one's going to make you smart. And this one's going to make sure you never run out of cardio. That would be sweet. And then, like, he hits the wrong one and I'm sleepy. Like, that's what I feel like he would do. <laughs> oh, my God. Hits the wrong one. I'm too playful. I'm just not trying to hurt anybody. I'm like, this is fun. Fucking love jujitsu. But, uh, yeah. Um, and then he gave a bunch of weird stuff for my girlfriend to put on her ear. And he's like, here, just rub this whenever you're not doing anything. And it just looks like, um, they look like, uh, you, you know how like there's fake ear piercings where it's just like metal, it's like, uh, magnet, like magnet jewelry. Like that's what she has on her ear. It looks like, and he's like, just touch that whenever you're bored. All right. All right. Is that Eastern medicine? Is that how it works? I just rub this and suddenly my liver is detoxified. All right, whatever. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to argue. I'll placebo this shit up till it works. I don't care. Um, but yeah, that was cool. He did some cupping on me too. So now my back looks like I've been attacked by like vacuum cleaners or whatever. Like I have three weird looking hickeys on my back. And I'm like, babe, you saw it was just the cups. I swear to God, I, I don't have hickeys on my back. So it's just the cups. My back is just black and blue. It looks horrible. I wonder if there's like uh, the online you see like <clears throat> like there's like ways to get rid of it. I wonder if like I could do that to my back because I, I, I don't know what her um, her dad's going to say if he sees that or <laughs> like is he what the fuck is going on? Have you been hitting your boyfriend? <laughs> And I'm just like, God, you don't know what's going on, Mr. Walsh. 
<laughs> Mr. Walsh, help me. <laughs> She's so strong. <laughs> she beats me every night. With cups. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully this acupuncture makes me feel better. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, building myself back up. I feel like I... Um, but you know what the thing is? Like, I understand that, like, I'm... Like, sure, I feel shitty. But, like, all the prep that I've done in order to, like, even get to these matches, like, has put me at another, like, level. Like, I've definitely gotten better getting ready for these matches so although i feel super shitty like i'm feeling super shitty at a higher level so i can take some solace in that that's cool it's not like i'm starting over i'm still the motherfucking captain so yeah it's not all bad um and I'm probably going to be on who's number one on March. So that's pretty cool. I got something to look forward to. Um, maybe 145 again or 155. Who knows? Mm, hopefully going to Texas in January for a couple weeks. That would be cool. Do some training. Head out there with my girl. Um, hit B team up. And yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This was nice. This was nice to get all this off my chest. Um, I'm feeling better already. I, I get to take like a week off and just chill here in Florida. And I mean, I still have 14 hours left on this drive. So when I get to Florida, I'll be able to relax. But yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to just spending time with my girl. It's nice. It's nice. Maybe go to a little water park. Maybe go see some animals. A little safari. I'm hype. Um, yeah. Uh, go to fortstringers.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Maybe I'll just put a bunch of podcasts out this week. Or like pre-record a bunch of them. Um, because this felt very nice. And it definitely made me feel better to, like, work through and, like, revisit my losses. It's like opening up the fucking traumatic memories you don't want to. But you have to process them eventually. Like, it's either you process them or they come out in different. They manifest in different ways in your life. Like, it's like it's weighing you down or, like, making you depressed. If you don't think about it and process it and, like, get it out your system or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like, if you don't... um like take these things head on like i feel like they're just gonna manifest in other ways so like this podcast is just such a great fucking way to like really just go through what's going on in my mind and like just feel it just like process it because if i wasn't doing this podcast i would probably not talk about what's going on with me so like in depth and like yeah just feels nice definitely got to do this again i recommend everybody everybody should go start a podcast everybody should go do like a journal or some shit like i feel like it's so 
Like, even if you have a bunch of dead air, even if it's like you have nothing to talk about, like, just do like a stream of consciousness and um, you'd be surprised that what comes out and like maybe it'll help you heal from some shit. Maybe you'll never put it out to the public. Maybe it's just for you. But like going back and listening to some of these podcasts is very like therapeutic. I'm like even just doing them feels like therapeutic so i recommend it to everybody um hope you guys could all get this feeling that i'm feeling right now it's pretty nice um yeah but i'm gonna call it now so take care guys Boom.